RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Barry O'Rourke. The top stories. The Chief Secretary, Matthew Chung, says he's confident the two-day lockdown of Jordan will finish by 6am, with almost 7,000 residents having been tested so far for the coronavirus. An alleged Asian drug lord is arrested by Dutch police at Amsterdam's airport, and rescue workers in Shandong have succeeded in lifting out one of 22 miners trapped underground for the past fortnight. The Chief Secretary, Matthew Cheung, says he's confident that an area of Jordan will come out of lockdown by 6 o'clock tomorrow morning, with almost 7,000 residents having been tested. After inspecting the area for half an hour this morning, Mr Cheung said health workers would continue to knock on every door to make sure everyone got tested. He said details of another 6,000 people had been taken to ensure they took a test, but 45 households didn't answer the door. He says there'll be more news tonight. It's the question on whether we are confident of lifting the restrictions by 6 o'clock in the morning tomorrow. On the basis of what's happening now, we have confidence that we should be able to do it. Because we've already done screening for 7,000 people yesterday in terms of testing. I think the number coming out today would be relatively small. So the labs can handle them before, say, close play tonight. So we are pretty certain that given this development, we can lift the restrictions, as it were. By six o'clock tomorrow. Todd Harding has more details on the first day of the SAR's first coronavirus lockdown. Police officers in protective gear began sealing off roads at around four o'clock yesterday morning after the government declared a so-called restricted area, running east to west from Wusung Street to Battery Street and north to south from Kansu Street to Nanking Street. Jordan is at the centre of a coronavirus outbreak, with over 160 cases in more than 50 buildings since the start of the month. Once tested, residents were given a wristband and a bag of supplies, including cup noodles, canned food, bread and face masks. They then had to return home immediately. The aim had been to test 10,000 people before midnight. A government adviser on the pandemic says officials should shorten the time that businesses are notified of an impending lockdown to prevent people fleeing the area. Respiratory disease expert David Hoy from the Chinese University told a TV programme of his concern that some residents left Jordan early because news of the lockdown was leaked. He said while the operation was efficient with about 7,000 people tested so far, another round might be needed if authorities find a high number of cases. The professor also noted the rise in cases around the Yao Mate wholesale fruit market and said authorities might need to seal that district for testing. Dutch police have arrested the head of one of the world's biggest drugs gangs on a warrant issued by Australia. Chair Ter Lop was detained on a stopover at Schiphol Airport in Amsterdam. Here's the BBC's Steve Jackson. Sir Chia Lop, a Chinese-born Canadian national, is said to be the head of a syndicate known as The Company, which dominates the $70 billion illegal drugs market across Asia. Sir, who is listed as one of the world's most wanted fugitives, was detained on Friday after Dutch police received intelligence about his movements. He's said to have lived in Macau, Hong Kong and Taiwan in recent years. Australian police, who've been tracking his movements and who will seek his extradition, say the syndicate oversees more than two-thirds of Australia's illegal drugs imports. Roundtable lawmaker Michael Tien has rejected comparisons between the storming of Hong Kong's legislature in 2019 and the attack on the US Capitol this month. But speaking on RTHK's letter to Hong Kong, Mr Tien criticised those who defended the Hong Kong protesters. He said violence was never a solution and everyone suffered in the end. 
In the early days of the anti-extradition bill demonstrations, supporters of civil disobedience through destructive action believed it is acceptable to destroy things as long as people are not hurt. Later, this escalated to throwing petrol bombs, setting fires even to people, and attacking police officers, ostensibly out of self-defense. So again, they feel these actions are justified. In the end, the violence culminated in widespread vigilantism on hapless victims holding different views. CCTV is reporting that rescue workers in Shandong province have succeeded in lifting out one of 22 miners trapped hundreds of metres underground for the past two weeks. The man was found in a separate section of the mine of 10 people who have previously made contact with rescuers. He's said to be in a weak physical condition. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. The U.S. State Department has condemned what it said were the harsh tactics used by Russian police against protesters supporting the jailed opposition leader, Alexei Navalny. A statement urged the Russian authorities to release the detainees, including Mr. Navalny, adding that they had a right to peaceful assembly. Jana Nemtsova, a Russian journalist and social activist who took part in the demonstrations, said she felt compelled to join to show support not only for Mr. Navalny, but for freedom in Russia. Many Russians are really tired of Putin's leadership. They do not see any better future under his leadership. They do not see any career prospects in our country. And I couldn't have stayed at home on this day and... I couldn't have forgiven myself for not having joined the protest today. It was not a political choice for me. It was a moral choice for me. Italy has accused Pfizer and AstraZeneca of serious contract violations after the companies announced they wouldn't be able to deliver their coronavirus vaccines as agreed. The two companies have said they're hamstrung by production problems. Here's the BBC's Risto Puka. The two companies make the main coronavirus vaccines, but they say production problems have forced them to cut the amount of doses they can deliver, in some cases by more than half. In an angry post on Facebook, the Italian Prime Minister, Giuseppe Conte, called the delays unacceptable and said they were doing enormous damage to Italy and other European countries. He said Rome would use all legal means at its disposal, in other words, even sue the companies to make sure they met their obligations. Italy is one of the countries worst hit by the pandemic. Thousands of people across Brazil have demanded the resignation of President Jair Bolsonaro, saying he failed to deal with the coronavirus pandemic. Car and bicycle rallies were held in cities across the country. Here's the BBC's Leonardo Rocha. Protesters criticised the slow rates of vaccination, which only began last week, and blamed Mr Bolsonaro's stance on the pandemic for a recent surge in the number of deaths. He has repeatedly played down the pandemic and encouraged people to ignore lockdown measures. Hospitals are overcrowded in many Brazilian cities. The situation is particularly worrying in the northern state of Amazonas, where a shortage of oxygen last week cost the lives of many patients who contracted a new, more contagious variant. To sport, and in American football, Patrick Mahomes has been cleared from the NFL's concussion protocol and will be allowed to lead the Kansas City Chiefs against the Buffalo Bills in the AFC Championship game tomorrow morning for a place at Super Bowl 55. Last season's Super Bowl winner and MVP says safety comes first, but he is ready to play. 
Yeah, I mean, you want to be out there. Um, but you have to you have to go through the protocol and you have to do everything the right way. I mean, uh, you have to look at it long term as much as you look at it short term. And uh, with with going to the doctors, talking to all the doctors, and going through the testing, uh, we we have the belief that I, that this will be no no lingering effects, and that I'll be able to go out there and be myself and be who I am every single week. The NFC Championship is up first, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers travelling to the Green Bay Packers. The Packers are led by Aaron and Rodgers. The Buccaneers led by six-time Super Bowl champion, quarterback Tom Brady. You know, the team's worked really hard to put ourselves in this position. Our coaches have done a great job preparing us for this moment. You know, we've really come on strong here the last six weeks, played our best football of the year when we needed it the most. The team has done a great job coming together and performing and executing uh, under pressure, you know, two road playoff wins and uh, gives us a great opportunity to go on the road again to beat one of the great football teams in the league. A third win on the road would secure a home Super Bowl for the Buccaneers. No team has ever played a Super Bowl in its own stadium. Premier League giants Manchester City were within six minutes of being knocked out of the fourth round of the FA Cup, but fought back late on to beat fourth-tier fourth Cheltenham Town 3-1. Phil Foden was on the score sheet again. His City's top scorer this season. Oh yeah, I'm loving it, you know. Uh, yeah, you can ask anyone, you know, there's no better feeling than scoring. Um, yeah, I'm just enjoying it at the moment, scoring a lot of goals and I just want to keep um, scoring because that's what I enjoy. There were wins too for Brighton, Sheffield United and West Ham against lower league opposition, while Holders' Arsenal went out, losing 1-0 to Southampton. There's a big game overnight when Manchester United face Liverpool for the second time in a week. To end the news, the top stories once again. The Chief Secretary, Matthew Chung, says he is confident the two-day lockdown of Jordan will finish by 6am, with almost 7,000 residents having been tested so far for the coronavirus. An alleged Asian drug lord is arrested by Dutch police at Amsterdam airport, and rescue workers in Shandong have succeeded in lifting one of the 22 miners trapped underground for the past fortnight. The news from RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by DJ. A journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new experience. Flashback blazers ate all your razors while pulling the waders. Talking about Monroe, walking on Snow White. New York's a go go, and everything tastes nice. Poor little greenie. Get back on. Just for a short while 